2: our Locked On Washington football team,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, the final episode of the week as we approach week six of the National football league which hasn't technically begun yet because there was no thursday night football game last night as we record this on friday afternoon now the practice is over and we have the final injury reports as we get you set for the 0 and five new york giants and the one and four washington football team hey guys this sunday when if you're watching this game you should grab an ice cold pepsi because thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of, 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% of 1%, a couple of extra 1% in there, of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they and you have joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch, albeit... MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford and I know they have Pepsi products there. New Yorkers don't, they don't mess around. I'm going to grab me some ice cold diet Pepsis and sit down and watch me a bad football game. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day because pepsi isn't made for those who play the game it's made for those who watch it pepsi made for football watching go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content uh, from pepsi all right away we go with the news and notes from friday uh and a little bit before that and then we'll hear from ron rivera and as well special teams coordinator nate katzer so we will get a little bit of a different voice in here we don't get to talk to nate very often i know special teams are not something that is very popular to talk about i'm a big special teams guy so i always want to talk about it i'm always fascinated uh, by it but let's give you the final injury report for both teams uh here because well Unlike last week where the Rams weren't practicing until much later in the day, we actually have it. So Josh Garnett is uh, ill, has been ill all week and is not going to play in this game. He is officially listed as out today, Friday, the first question about Josh Garnett now. You know, I, I've been riding this because I've been aggravated about all the questions about Dwayne Haskins, uh, being that he is a complete non-factor, he's the number three quarterback, I know he was the former star, I, I got it, I understand that, but, you know, like people with all these conspiracy theories of, you know, the the Washington football team's trying to keep him out of the building, this, that, and the other thing, and they're, you know, standing with a stiff arm at the front door and all this stuff, That that's, not, that's just not happening, it's just not happening, so Garnett, Is out for Sunday, but Dwayne Haskins was a full go in practice on Friday inside the bubble. So, after not practicing Wednesday and Thursday, being sent home both days, he felt good enough, obviously, to be there today and cleared whatever protocol he had to clear so that not only was he allowed to stay in the building and attend meetings, but that he was also a full go in practice. And we saw a little B roll video. Of him practicing because reporters were not allowed out to uh, practice like normal on Friday uh, because the team was inside the practice bubble and there's just so many, you know, space restrictions and all that stuff. So when the team goes inside uh, this year, we're not allowed to go and what we do. Is we get an attendance report and pool video and pool pictures. So I was able to see some of that. And what Washington distributed was focused on Dwayne Haskins for about the first ten seconds. Uh, you could see him running around, taking a little bootleg. Uh, and Ron Rivera said after practice he looked good. You'll hear you'll hear some of that as we uh, listen to the head coach of the Washington football team. Meanwhile, Chase Roulier was full practice. Uh, on Friday. Greg Stroman not only did not practice again, but he was put on IR, which is kind of weird because Washington waited two weeks to put him on IR. I mean, obviously, I guess they thought it would would heal faster, and it's not. Um, So now they have to shut him down for three games after he's basically missed, you know, much of the Baltimore game, the game that he got hurt in, And then, of course, the Ram game last Sunday. So now he's got to miss both Giants games uh, and uh, the Cowboys game. And that's obviously important because he's, the, at least he was, the primary punt returner. So, um, you know, that forces, again, as you'll hear Nate Katzer talk about, Some juggling of the lineup. Antonio Gibson was a full go on Friday as he was on Thursday. So that was a certainly a good sign. Uh, And We haven't been able to give you an injury report since Wednesday uh, because of crossover Thursday and because of the time that we had to post that episode uh, with Patricia Traina. Um, so we haven't been able to update kind of the injuries since Wednesday's injury report. When we last left you on Wednesday, Brandon Sheriff was limited. Uh, and then he was full on Thursday, full on Friday, and he's officially been activated off of IR. So that is a really good sign for Washington. Ryan Anderson did not practice on Uh, Thursday he's listed as a full practice on Friday and officially questionable uh, for the game Kyle Allen has been full practice the rest of the week uh, and on uh, Wednesday Thursday and Friday so he is going to start for the Washington football team and again I mentioned Antonio Gibson went from limited with a toe injury to full and full so he is good to go so out Josh Garnett David Sharp another guy with an illness Uh, who did not practice on Friday. I believe he practiced on Wednesday and Thursday. He's not listed on the injury report. Honestly, I don't have a whole lot of time to think about David Sharp. Uh, But he was uh, ill on Friday, did not practice. He's been ruled out. Uh, Ron Rivera wouldn't say conclusively, as you'll hear, that there's a flu bug. But he mentioned that there is some sort of bug going around. All right, for the New York Giants, Let's quickly get to them. Dexter Lawrence, real good, former first-round pick, recent first-round pick, defensive lineman. He is questionable after being limited in practice all week with a knee. That would be a big loss uh, for them. Jabril Peppers uh, has been limited throughout the week, and for whatever reason, he does not have a game status. I'm not sure why exactly uh, that's the case. He's not listed in in terms of how... The NFL injury report is the weirdest thing now all of a sudden. Uh, I I just don't get it. Darius Slayton limited all week as well with a foot. He is questionable. So you have Jabril Peppers, who was limited all week. He's uh, the official designation is not listed. You have Darius Slayton, who was limited all week but his designation is questionable same thing with Dexter Lawrence just the weirdest thing in the world I have no idea why they're doing this I don't understand it at all Uh, not sure all right so um that's the situation in terms of the injury report let's make room for Ron Rivera and Nate Katzer before we get on out of here Rivera will be first Friday after practice good to have you with us right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. All right, guys, it's Chris Russell. If you need a little energy, pick me up. Mid-afternoon, late at night, early in the morning, you can do a couple of things, right? You can get that sugary soda or coffee. You can get something to eat that's got a lot of sugar, and it's going to give you that temporarily lift uh, and boost, but then you're going to have that crash feeling, right? And you're going to take in the calories, but not get the ultimate desired effect. Well, here's what you can do to break through your wall. You can go to Built Go. Built Go are easy to take one and a half ounce packages that you can put in your briefcase, your backpack, your golf bag, wherever it is. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without that same crash feeling And it's natural, so it's good for the body. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey. I had that earlier this week. Oh, chocolate, I mean, anything with peanut butter is good. But peanut butter, honey, Mm -mm -mm. chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Build Go combines an energy gel with collagen protein, which is fast absorbing, so it gets into the system fast and it's easy on the stomach. it gives you that boost, guys, without giving you all the bad stuff. Visit builtgo.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, it is Chris Russell with you right out to head coach Ron Rivera, who met the media via WashingtonFootball.com after Friday's practice. Hey, Ron, I'm wondering with uh, the issues the 49ers had at MetLife Stadium early this year with the injuries and the criticisms, are you worried at all about playing on that turf this weekend?
0: No, um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, we uh, we actually practiced indoor to give our guys a little bit of feel for it um, as far as what it's like to be on the turf again. So we'll hopefully that helps and uh, we'll go from there.
1: And with Brandon Sheriff coming off of IR, just how much can that help your offensive line? And... and- protecting Kyle Allen better.
0: Well, I expect it to. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, again, we're talking about an all-pro type player, so it would be good to have him back out on the football field. Hey, Ron, uh, when you talk about kind of all the shifting that you're doing, uh, you know, or maybe on the offensive line or, or maybe in other positions, and these games are, are very important, as you said, I wonder kind of how you factor in, uh, you know, getting to see some of
2: these guys in new positions while also trying to make that push.
0: Well, because we, we, we feel at the time this might be the best thing for us. I mean, we don't really know um, because we haven't had the opportunity to play as many games as you would like by now. So we're going to continue to do this. And at the same time, we're still trying to win football games. I mean, no matter how you look at it, no matter how the season unfolds, you know, the intent is to win and win as many games as you can, and we'll see what happens. And we've talked about linebacker and a couple other positions. I wonder what you're looking for, you know, from this, from this group or, or for what you're looking to see. Uh, against the Giants well consistency that's what I'm looking to see I mean you know again I've talked about it Um, we have to sustain success you know you you have a couple of good plays and you have a couple of bad plays you know you're not going to win games when you give up you know the critical third downs when you you allow certain things to happen or you don't take advantage of field position on offense so these are all the things that you want to see and that is uh, for us to play consistently uh, good to where you 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 are sustaining your success i'm curious um dwayne, we saw dwayne out there today how did he look um and just how did that go with him today he looked good you know he went out did the things he was supposed to and uh it was good to see him out there a bunch of his teammates came up and uh, dabbed him up you know to let him know that they're 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 glad to have him back and, and and that's what i was hoping for and then how was sadiq charles this week in practice did you see enough to perhaps even put him in that starting lineup for sunday I thought he did some good things. He really did, you know, and he's coming along and, uh, you know, he got an opportunity to work with the ones and the twos this week. So, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, it's, 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 it's important that, you know, we got the guys out there that we think can, uh, can help us.
2: Ron, what have you seen from Montez Sweat through these, um, through the early going of the season? What ways has he, has he made the most improvement you think? And what ways would you like to continue to see um, development from him?
0: Oh, absolutely. He, he, he's done exactly that. He's developing very nicely. He's, he's got a grasp and a feel for how we're doing things. He's still learning um, what we do and how we do it. Uh, but that's, you know, that's a key thing for all of our guys that they're all still learning. Um, but he's really shown some, some, some big strides and we're excited for him and we think, you know, we think he's still got more room to grow. So that's the best part about it. Back when you guys drafted Antonio Gibson, he had only like 71 touches at Memphis his senior year, and he already has 70 touches um, now with you guys through five games. Just what made you back then confident that maybe he could handle a bigger workload in, in year one, and what have you seen in terms of his development? Well, we always felt that he needed to get the ball more. When you watched their tape and you watched how explosive he was, you thought, wow, you know, this team, they could have used this guy a little bit more. Um, And that's what we want to do. We believe he can, and we're going to see exactly if he can handle it or not. He's done some good things for us. You know, uh, 71 touches in 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 five games is is really not a lot if you really think about it. um, That's only 15 a game. So this is a guy we think can 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 handle a little bit more of a load, and we're going to continue to work him and have him grow and develop as a football player.
2: And then just kind of curious, is there a bug going around the locker room? I know David Sharp and. Josh Grenad, are both sick is um, the...
0: apparently it seems to be that and and so we we'll, we'll see And hopefully it's not but um you know that that's this 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 time of year you know with the, with the flu starting to come out so hopefully not um and I got to stay away from those guys Hey right uh, kind of interesting that you mentioned there might be a bug going around I, I didn't mention how... it I did not mention it I did apparently, not Apparently apparently there okay. might be uh, a bug going around Um how do you feel like the season is going for the league-wide. You've been in this league your adult life. Dealing with this COVID thing, there's more positives in New England now. There was a scare in Indianapolis. Just how do you think the league is handling it overall? I think for the most part, the league is handling it pretty good. I mean, um, you know, each team has you know a responsibility, really. I believe that, and and you try to be as 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 diligent as you can and aware of the circumstances. And and I think the league and the PA, for that matter, have done a nice job working together. And, and when, when something happens, you see them even say, hey, we should tighten this even more. We need to tighten that over here. Obviously, this season's about wins and losses, but do you guys take pride in, you know, no cases yet for Washington and, and just that you've so far at least avoided some of the other situations that have happened around the league? Um man, you know, I hate talking about it because you bring a bunch of bad luck, J- uh, J.P., way to go. Well, then, now, I, um, <laughs> not I, my uh, intention. I, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad we, we, we're, we're diligent and we got to continue to be diligent. This speaks very well for, for what Ryan Vermillion is trying to do as our infection control officer, you know, in, in terms of trying to make sure everybody's aware and everybody's being careful and everybody's following the protocols. I mean, it's hard. It's because you know you're talking about all these players you got to handle, all the coaches you got to handle, then the support staff you got to handle. You know, we've got three tiers of people that we got to handle, and then we got you guys coming over that aren't being tested daily. Um, you know, so we've got to stay away from you guys. So there's a lot that's going into it, and you got to give credit to, to 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 guys like Ryan Vermillion for working hard and trying to make sure that that we're aware of everything.
1: Hey, Ron. Um... Uh, seems like Cole Holcomb is still making strides. Yes. Just curious, like, what, what did you, I guess it was a little, a little surprising maybe back in camp that he didn't sort of emerge right off the bat as one of the uh, obvious starters. Uh, and Then he got hurt. What, what are your kind of just thoughts about looking at him overall and what are you kind of hoping to see from him uh, this week if he plays?
0: Well, again, it goes back to the hard part is that, that, Again, we didn't play four preseason games, so you really didn't get a chance to see where guys fit and how guys fit for for what you do, and that's the hard part. You want guys, you want to know where everybody you can plug people into, and, and we really don't know that. And then Cole getting hurt early in the season didn't help us, didn't help him. So now you know we're trying to work him in, see where he fits, see what he can do for us, um, as as we're trying again to win football games.
3: And with regards to Dwayne, do you expect him to travel to New York on Sunday?
0: Now we'll see what happens, how he is tomorrow. Again, guys, you know, he's a little bit of a stomach ailment, and we'll go from there.
3: Hey there, Ron. I'm sorry that I have to be the one to ask this question, but uh, if uh, the latest reaction to the this morning's Washington Post article, if you've had a chance to read it or heard about it, we just want to know if there's a, any rea- reaction yet from the team on, on that. Again, I'm sorry that I have to be the one to ask that. Well,
0: Oh, yeah, I, I know it's you know it, it, it's it's the same subject and, and and we take those allegations very seriously. <clears throat> Obviously, we're, we we've been looking into this. Um, you know, we're we're trying to get these things corrected. And so, uh, you know, as far as I know, it, it, it's it's just something you know that that's come up again that we we're addressing and we'll continue to work on it and continue to address it. Uh, and we'll continue to, to to wait for the results of of, of the in-house uh, investigation. Um, and we'll go from there.
1: Thank you, Ron. It's uh, Chris Russell here. Um, you've mentioned consistency or the lack thereof a lot over the last week and a half, two weeks. I'm just curious, how, how tough is it to teach consistency to a veteran team that's been together for a while, versus a team like in your situation where it's obviously coming off of a three-win season, no off-season, a lot of young players, and of course you guys dealing with everything that you've had to deal with.
0: Well, the biggest thing, more than anything else, is 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 they got to continue to work together. They got to continue to play together um, and they got to learn, you know, that this is how to do it. This is the way we need you to do it. You know, and I've told you guys this and I've told our players this at the end of the day, please, if you do it our way and, and we're successful, you know, you'll get the recognition, you'll get the glory. Uh, and if it's wrong and we don't, it, it'll fall on me. I'll take the responsibility. Trust me, if they do it our way. And that's the thing we got to get them to understand is that you really have you know, um, you know, a get out of jail free card, if you do it our way, because it falls back to this is how we're teaching it. This is what we want you to do. And, and again, if you're successful doing it our way, then you deserve the credit. If you don't, I, me right here, I will take the responsibility. And that's what I want them to understand. Because again, if they do that, and they, and they go out and do it and learn it, they're going to find out that this does work. Trust me, you know, I, I, I've been doing it a long time, you know, over 30 years, and, and, and I just believe that, that, again, as these guys learn and play and work together, they're going to learn how to do it consistently.
1: I know you're, you're, you're kind of like a little bit of a playoff push and everything right now, but is there a point at this season that you need to see more of Alex Smith to be able to make an assessment about him kind of going forward as a quarterback? Um,
0: I think so. I don't disagree with that. I mean, you know, but I am seeing a lot of good things right now in practice. That's for doggone sure he's done a really nice job um and 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 the more you see him out there you see him getting stronger and stronger in terms of you know things coming back um the way he's throwing the ball the way he's moving his decision making i mean the rust is definitely getting knocked off now Uh, and that's what's really cool
1: to watch And that's head coach Ron Rivera meeting with reporters, at least part of it, uh, right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. All right, coming up as we get you set, one last time for the Giants and the Washington football team, we're going to hear from special teams coordinator Nate Katzer. It's been a little bit of a rough go for the special teams, expected to be a strength uh, at both the return game with injuries and some penalties. There's been some good spots. Dustin Hopkins struggled a little bit.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, let's wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast for the week. Let's hear a little bit from special teams coordinator Nate Katzer. What things can your return units do in the coming weeks to try and
3: spark more big plays and, and create more yardage in those areas? So, actually, the two different return units at this juncture right now, we've had two longer punt returns than uh, – we had a longer one this year than at any time last year. That was the one Steve Sims had at Cleveland. And then Isaiah had – a decent return this last week against the Rams. So the punt returns have been, the ones we've gotten have been a little better in comparison to last year. The kickoff return phase is a function of of penalties. And it's not like there's been 100 kickoff returns yet, but basically improving our angles and our drop urgency on the kickoff return which has caused a couple penalties one of the 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 penalty last week where Danny got past the 20 uh, was an illegal wedge and JD McKissick was running to his person that he's supposed to block and somebody that was engaged with someone out of the setup zone just ran into him so it wasn't a poor decision or anything that one was just happened to be a tough bounce for us but if we get those things cleaned up, when we get those cleaned up, then we'll, we'll be better. Because the ones we haven't had penalties on have been, you know, the first one in the game we got past the 25 against the Rams. So um, just got to clean up the penalties and our drop angles.
0: Hey, Nate, how much, if at all, is kicking affected by there not being fans in the
3: stands? The, the actual place kicking? Uh, or, or field goals. Either yeah, one. yeah. So, yeah. Any so, you're, the question is field goals or or extra points. You know, that's a great question. I don't know exactly if it affects the kicking. I know that allegedly no movement in the stands or anything that that, that doesn't bother or affect kickers according to them, but it might. Um, I think just the general consensus i've heard from players in general is that just maybe the the intensity the the energy that they get from the fans might help lock them in a little bit so i mean there could be a, a little effect on on that but in terms of the actual aesthetic view of the kicker i don't think that really i'd rather have it still than a lot of people moving around but definitely playing to the crowd or it's a big kick and there's a you know a lot of crowd noise I mean that actually helps some people so there could be a little effect to that. I thought it might have maybe changed the the wind or or something like that but I could also be totally off base. No thank you. No that that, because I saw a little blurb about baseball how just the human bodies in a stadium and and obviously, there's something to that, but I, I guess baseball did a, a study or something where the lack of fans, the temperature. Now, you want to get into compressing a football when it's really cold. So lack of fans when it's colder, then maybe that the thermal temperature could have something to do with that, too. So that's that's a good point. For sure. Thank you. Yep. You got
0: it. Hey, Nate. John Kime. I'm curious, why is Cam Sims so good on special teams?
3: Cam is a, a great example of a player that is taking advantage of his role. And I know that may sound like coach speak, but his his play and his playmaking ability being enhanced and being viewed through the lens of special team is cr- just creating confidence. So anytime confidence is created it has a chance to uh, enhance their performance and that certainly has happened with cam he's made some plays and started playing more confidently and he's a big fast athlete that's hard to block so he's finding the the benefit of that as you get doubled more so in the last game he's coming off sideline god they're doubling me every time i'm like well, and you have as many tackles as you do that's part of the game so I think, John, it's a function of confidence and just getting out there and getting exposure. Thank you.
2: Yep. Hey, Nate. and Walker with The Athletic. Nice to see you again. Yes. I'm sir. just curious, as far as what you've seen from the team so far, what are some things that you want to see improved as the season moves forward? I was looking at some of the numbers, and last year you guys were fourth in kick return yard average, but this yes. year you guys are second worst in the league. What do you yes. attribute to that, and what do you want to see improved?
3: Well, it that's my job, obviously, is to factor in where we have been, where we're going, uh, when that happened last year. And, and as you look at last year, for I'm just going to use this as a reference. We got better as the year went. So regardless of the pieces of the puzzle that we have on special teams, whether it's by injury or by who's active or inactive, when we make all those decisions with Coach Rivera and what's best for our whole football team, but we improved as we went. And the end result was that, that statistic. That's not where we started. So where we're at right now, the numbers may be down right now because of, of the the lack of return, meaning we haven't returned as many footballs as we will by the end of the year. So what we have to do is get better. And there's I can't sit here and explain away any poor statistics, but we can help the, the players to see where they can improve, how they can improve. And if we just keep getting better, we're going to be in good shape. And then how
2: do you all plan to get better when your top two return guys and Greg Strowman and Steven Sims are currently out? Like, who do you put in place to step in and help increase those numbers?
3: Well, those, for example, Danny Johnson, who we have confidence in Danny. And like I said, Danny took the very first one of the, the opportunity of the Rams game and took it past the 25 yard line. We would take that every single time. So, and that was blocked well. So we've there's evidence and with us as coaches being able to show evidence to the players on film, look what happens when we do it. Right. If you're there's been times where as a coach, you don't have any good evidence to show them. So you're sitting there trying to, to create faith without visual evidence. Well, we have some visual evidence of what we have to do. And and the guys we have are certainly capable, Rihanna and Isaiah Wright, for example, is a rookie and he's learning and learning and learning and getting better. But he, there's a lot to learn. And uh, without a preseason and, and that stuff, it just it, it's not an excuse. It just created less exposures for those guys to grow. But we're, we, can, we can do what we need to do with Danny and Isaiah, for example. But, you know, it's easy to say we wish we had this guy and that guy, but we don't have him right now. So we have to move on and, and roll with the guys we have and get everything we can out of them. Thank you, Nate.
2: Hi, Nate, Nikki Javala with the Washington Post. Um, Corey Vedbeck, I know he's on the practice squad, but what intrigued you about him?
3: Well, the, the thing that's in vogue right now, and it, and it's important, is having a, a player that can do punts, kickoffs, and place kicking, and also hold. And that that's a large, wide skill set. So he can do all of those. And because if, if the COVID thing happened to one of our players, we don't know exactly which one it's going to be. So having somebody with that kind of versatility is, is key. And he's got all of those. He's also a, a, a nice built, like has a good frame. He's explosive. He's, he's a talented uh, player. So, the fact that he's very versatile and talented makes him very intriguing. And we're getting to know him as a as a person. He's not been here very long, but we're liking what we've seen out of him so far. But the versatility is the main thing right now under these circumstances.
2: So is it, um, when you say it's more in vogue, is that specifically because of this year? Or is that yes. more where the game is headed?
3: Yeah, no, because that, that's a great question. Basically, because of the, the pandemic, if, if somebody got sick on sunday morning and it was your kicker then you need to have someone that can kick and it could be the punter and if it's the punter then he's got to be able to punt and hold so that's that's the real reason because most of the time if you have an injury you would have all week to have a workout of just punters or just kickers or just long snappers for instance but um because you don't know exactly, and it could hit the, literally the day of the game. And because of the protocols, you, they couldn't wake up. If someone woke up with the flu and they gave, they could say, hey, I'll make it through it. I mean, we've had a lot of players play sick over the years, but with the COVID-19, if they're positive, they're not playing. So that that's what creates the totally unique environment that we're talking about.
1: Uh, hey, need how are you? Um, <clears throat> There's been a lot of talk about the MetLife field turf and, and you know, the, the problems that teams have had. Just in general for a place kicker, how big of an advantage is it to kick off a field turf versus natural grass? Um, you, you know, and I know we haven't gotten to the point of the season where, uh, you know, the fields are super chewed up, but is it a huge advantage or is it a, just a, kind of a small advantage?
3: Well, I, I think there, if, if you ask all the kickers that kick on – any kind of surface that a consistency in footing because there's a plant foot that you would like to stay in place as as your body's executing the rest of the kick so definitely an artificial surface of sorts is going to at least give you consistency and Mm -hmm. nobody likes any kind of a plant leg on on slippery type surfaces or soft surfaces so the advantage is a consistent surface to operate hold the ball your plant leg kicking through with your toe not catching it fat because the grass is tall or or thin if it's short but these guys are so good in the nfl and and they can kick on any kind of surface that almost gets masked over but to your point that i would say definitely if if you pulled all 32 of the kickers in the nfl and said Would you rather kick on a consistent, dry surface? They would all choose yes. I'd I'd be shocked if they didn't. So the consistency definitely would be a a good thing. Thank you.
1: And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Thanks to WashingtonFootball.com for making that sound and audio available for us. Make sure you check out all of our episodes this week, including Crossover Thursday with my friend and colleague Patricia Trena, uh, and as well, all the reaction after a bad loss to the Rams uh, as we continue the Dwayne Haskins drama and everything in between. Plus, check out our five- and one-minute daily Google News Initiative reports. Thanks for being with us. Adios.